Greetings gentlemen, it's The Shaman here coming to you from beautiful Budapest in the park representing the natural lifestyles and I'm going to answer a question today which is one of the most common questions that I'm sure many of you guys on this channel are curious about and I'm going to give you my perspective which hopefully be interesting uh, on the answer. So the question is how do I overcome approach anxiety? I'm still struggling to start conversations after years, years of watching watching these videos, watching other videos, etc. So thanks for the question, and now let's get into the answer. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So the answer of how do I get over approach anxiety, uh, that thing, that big concept, that big scary wall that comes up when you want to go out and you want to talk to girls. Well, it's a great question and there's quick and nasty answers. There are definitely things that you can do to get motivated fast, to get you moving in a way that will be more productive and there's the bigger perspective. Now, one model that I've used over the years when I've been training guys in terms of these kinds of tools uh, in, in, of building social skills and being more expressive, being more confident, having more choice, is this idea of inner game, outer game, long game, short game. Okay, so if we can imagine that you've got like a, a kind of a cross section of inner game and outer game, and you've got the long and the short versions of both of those realities. Now. The situation of trying to approach a girl puts you on the spot. It makes you think, like, what am I going to say? Or how do I show value? Or how do I get her attention? Or how do I be attractive? Or how do I get the results that I really want to get? And in that moment, then you really just got to fall back on whatever you've got at that moment. Like, what, what experience have you had? Uh, what kinds of references? What's your mood like? You know, how do you look and feel at that time? And all of that will have a big influence on how you're able to respond in the moment. Now I would say that's the short game, right? And in some ways taking action, you know, going out there into the world, taking action, saying yes to uh, social interactions is the outer game aspect of the equation. Uh, whereas, you know, the inner game is mindsets, you know, the feelings, the, the sort of choices that you're making as you are going through the motions of those things. So the immediate reality of approaching a girl is about the short game. What are you thinking? How are you positioning yourself? What kinds of actions can you take? And that means both the inner and the outer aspect. So some tips on that, just quickly while we're here, is think about the positive outcome that you would like to achieve. So obviously the real reason that you would like to talk to her is because you like her, because there's some attraction. There's something happening in your body and in your mind, in the way that you're seeing her and the way that you're feeling, that's causing a desire to want to be close to her, to want to find out more, etc. That's really the primary drive that is you know, pushing you to want to take action. But then of course there's a kind of a counter drive that comes in which is the fear and the doubt and the insecurity that perhaps you don't know what to say or you're gonna look like an idiot or other people are gonna watch you doing it and they're gonna judge you or it's gonna hurt and it's gonna remind you of the uh, experiences that you've had in the past that have been traumatic, etc. So the quick answer to really how do I get over approach anxiety is imagine and connect with the outcome that feels the best. Imagine an outcome uh, that gives you motivation and that's going to get you moving. Because if you think about it in terms of when you're making a decision, say for example, 
you know, I want to do some exercise. Well, the amount of motivation that I have to do that exercise is going to be in contrast to the way that my body feels, the decisions that I've been making, the kinds of history that I've had with, uh, with exercise. And if I feel good about it, if it looks like something that's going to be a winning action, like it's going to be rewarding, it's going to give me something, uh, and I'm going to feel good about it, then there will be motivation, there will be desire to do it. If I look at something that uh, seems difficult or is going to be punishing or it's going to leave me with less than what I started with, then the tendency is to feel less desire and you really have to push past that. That's where the will comes in, you know, the will to take action, the will to overcome things. But the point to what I'm really trying to say here is that the way that you look at things, the way that you frame things, the way that you understand things is going to have a big effect on your immediate attitude and action. Now, this is not always easy to instantly overcome. You can train yourself to just take deep dives uh, to, to, to see what's going to happen. That's a big thing that we do during trainings when we have guys working with us. We take them through a whole series of, uh, let's say, rapid uh, accelerated experiences that force them to, to take action, to pull the trigger, to and also to be constantly reframing and focusing on the positive meaning and the, and the best outcomes and the most useful learnings that they're getting from those experiences. And that in turn gives them a whole level of permission and power that they didn't have uh, you know, without having the, you know, the support, for example, or the assistance of, of a good coach. Now, if you can manage that yourself, then that's great. Uh, the problem is that most people can't manage that themselves initially because it's very difficult to go from zero to feeling like a hero. Uh, so how do I get over approach anxiety? Well, let's build some frameworks because frameworks can help us to understand the unknown of what's going on. So something I've talked about in the past uh, when I'm training guys is this idea of inner game, outer game, long game, short game. Uh, and as you probably know, and I'll just quickly go over it, you know, inner game is the inner part of yourself, the, the, the thoughts, the feelings, um, the ways in which you're organizing your representations of experience, uh, mindsets, beliefs, etc. Uh, and that's like your subjective uh, approach and the meaning that you're putting on things. Whereas outer game technically is about you know, action. It's about doing things in the world. It's about being uh, somebody that's doing technical, physical things, standing in front of a woman, saying words, escalating, leading, uh, having an intention to be able to uh, get sexual, for example, and knowing how you can take action on that. So that's inner game, outer game in very broad strokes. Short game means the things that you can do in your immediate reality. So that might be now, or the next hour, or today, uh, or maybe even this week. And then you've got the longer game, which is you know, where are you really heading with this? What's the bigger picture here? So six months, or 12 months, or you know, looking at, at life in terms of like larger chunks of, uh, of time periods. So if we take this framework of there's inner, and there's outer, there's long, and there's short, uh, in this process of learning to be a social guy, then that can give you some kind of relief actually. Uh, because when it comes to approaching, it's a pretty simple thing when you really boil it down to its core. It's like, if you really think about it, you know, you see somebody that you want to talk to, and then there's a desire to want to put yourself in front of them, and ideally to be liked, to be received, to be appreciated to be attractive to this other. Now, the challenge is that we don't necessarily have control over the other. Uh, and then oftentimes we're very invested in the ways in which other people see us. So 
the fear is, oh, if I approach this person, if I approach this girl and she doesn't like me, then maybe that means there's something really wrong with me. Or that must mean that, you know, the way that I organize myself or the way that I present my, my personality is flawed or not good enough. So that's usually part of the, the equation of the real problems that guys are facing when it comes to approach anxiety. Uh, it's about self-concept. It's about the way they're seeing themselves. And it's also about the levels of uh, technical skills that they have to be able to do things. So if we really break it down, the short game of approaching is to see a positive outcome, to stay connected to the, the, let's say, the desire and the feelings that you would like to achieve as best as possible, whilst also understanding and managing other feelings, which could be anxiety, doubts, fears, etc., and then taking action. So that's like, that's it, that's approaching in a nutshell, right? See the girl, imagine good things, put yourself in front of her, and then say some words. Now, as many of you guys probably know, that might not be satisfactory. There could be other factors going on. And one of the biggest factors is that when you go to approach, you don't necessarily know what's gonna happen next. And because guys like to be safe and prepared, then there's a lot of fear around that unknown. There's a lot of fear about what's gonna happen next after, after you step into that role of approaching women. That's where we start to have to look at like the inner game aspect a little bit, uh, which is, you know, what are the mindsets that you're approaching from and also how are you understanding and managing your own internal reality as you're uh, going about this, this skill set, this, this uh, task, if you will, or this expression of yourself, which is the social expression. So one of the concepts that I often refer to uh, when I'm training guys is this idea of romantic adventurer, spiritual warrior. Now, that's another key framework, let's say, or a key stack of ideas that you can start to play with and, and use as something to help you to be more inspired about unraveling this mystery or this uh, motivational challenge of, of how do I approach women. So romantic, romantic means you have passion, you have desire, you want to connect, you want to appreciate beauty, you want to appreciate women, you want to appreciate connection. So this is all about this idea of like having an emotional purpose or a passionate kind of purpose. Now, I'll also tell you that like, Generally, it's very hard to be romantic if you don't feel good or if you're stressed or if you are distracted or if you've got other things going on inside your life. So there is a certain level of like need to manage your focus and have a bit of priority on the fact that you would like to be romantic. You would like to be somebody who's, who's putting energy and intention into being, let's say, a lover. So that's what the romantic aspect is all about. Adventurer means that you are able to go out and explore territory, to meet people, to have friends, to face challenges, uh, and to, to overcome them with a spirit of adventure, with a spirit of exploration, curiosity. Also a very important element, like let's say part of the mindset. So if you have romantic and adventurer together, you can already see how that's a pretty powerful combo of mindsets and attitudes. Spiritual, which could mean a lot of things, right? Spiritual, in my opinion, is about Having a position for yourself, uh, understanding what your, let's say your self is, where, where your existential kind of position of reality is and how you can manage that. And the warrior is about strength, fortitude, goal orientation, uh, being able to choose to do things despite the fact that there are difficulties, challenges, unknowns, uncomfortable feelings, etc. So spiritual warrior also then becomes a very powerful combination as well. So if you have romantic adventurer, spiritual warrior, as a kind of an ideal package inside your mind, then maybe that'll start to help you to 
to think about, oh, like what, what it means to become this kind of expressed version of yourself, this, you know, natural seducer or this uh, complete package or whatever it is you want to call it that represents you being able to take permission. To get back to the approaching, in the short game, having a sense of, I'm there because I want to be there. I'm there because I like this girl. I'm there because I like to have adventures. I like to deal with the unknown. I'm there because I want to face my own challenges, my own inadequacies, and I want to be somebody that's doing things, that's taking action. And also that you want to build like a better character over time. Because if we really look at it from the, uh, the long game perspective, then this is about really understanding like how you fit into the world, how you fit into the sexual marketplace, what is the sexual marketplace, how you start to relate to women. Uh, and also you need to be very careful because there's a huge problem that I see in general is that everybody has an opinion and everybody generalizes that opinion. I mean, I'm doing that too to a degree right now, but I want to put a bit of a caveat on that, which is that there are many, many variables in the world. There are many, many possibilities and there, there are many, many doors that you can open and you can explore uh, that others will tell you don't exist or that are impossible. So just be very careful about the way in which you frame, you know, approaching women, etc., uh, into something that becomes this very general idea because in actual fact, you might find that there are many situations where it's up to the individuals. So whatever I'm saying here is not 100% truth. It's just the way that I'm trying to explain things in a way that gives you a little bit more freedom and, uh, and dynamism to make sense of this. Another thing that will help you in the long game when it comes to getting past approach anxiety is recognizing that this is a process. You're gonna trust the process, okay? Now, what I mean by that is that it takes time, typically, to build confidence. And what is confidence? I mean, confidence is the ability to look forward through an experience, like to look forward into the future, uh, to face your challenge or you face your experiences with a sense that it's gonna be okay or that you, you're stronger than the difficulty. You know, you're stronger than the, the thing that's pushing back or that's, that's stopping you. Now, once again, how do we build confidence? Well, one of the best ways to build confidence is incrementally through stacking experiences. So that's also why if you want to get good at approaching, it's really good to have a set of things that you can do that make you feel social, to help you to warm up, to help you get into state, if you will. Now, yes, we don't want to become state dependent, but at the same time, the way that we make choices, the way that we make meaning, the way that we understand the world is very much based on the kinds of states that we're experiencing as a result of the kinds of focus and representations and physiology that we're experiencing. Well, what even is approach anxiety? Uh, well, that idea of I really want to approach but I'm feeling stuck or I can't move forward because of some feelings, it's one of the most common things that people feel, you know, uh, feeling social pressure, feeling social anxiety, uh, feeling uncertainty about how they're going to be received, etc. So first of all, I think it's really healthy just to understand that it's really normal. Uh, second thing is that there can be a whole range of things that are actually happening inside of an individual that are affecting them in their ability to be able to approach effectively or to feel good about approaching, etc. or to deal with their emotions. So it's also very hard for me to say that this is the one thing that you can do that will change everything. But if I could tell you one thing that would change everything, it would be that you need to create a, an idea or a concept of yourself that is successful, that feels good, that has, uh, let's say, the purpose and the momentum and the power to be able to take the action that you desire. So the quick fix when it comes to approach anxiety is that you've got to see that what you're doing is meaningful. You've got to see and feel uh, when I say see, I mean you've got a vision and, and uh, create ideas and representations that 
what you're doing is useful and meaningful. What becomes really challenging is when we're trying to do something that we want to do, but we're up against a lot of resistance, internal representations. That means like negative pictures, negative feelings, uh, things that are not supportive to our goal. So if I see a girl and I think, hmm, she's really cute, I'd like to go and talk to her, but then I start playing movies in my head of how embarrassed I'm gonna feel or how bad I felt because my last approach was bad or my last 10 approaches were bad or if I start feeling how, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's gonna be a, a failure for whatever reason because somebody's watching me and they think I'm a loser, then I'm probably gonna sabotage myself. I'm not gonna be able to take action to do that. So one of the simplest things you can also do is do like immediate, uh, let's say, mind control. Uh, be very aware of like, what are you doing in the moment uh, as you are going about wanting to be social and what kinds of focus are you feeding? What kinds of attention are you, you cultivating inside of yourself? Now, the reason why we do our job and the reason why we've been in this job for decades is because the actual reality of, of helping uh, individuals, helping men to be able to have a uh, let's say, a, a better feeling inside themselves and more choice and, and to have more of the skills that they need to be able to be successful socially, etc. It's a package. It's many different things. It's not just, you know, the one thing. So it is important to be aware that, the, let's say, the journey uh, of learning to be good at approaching, the journey of learning to be a social man is something that has many different aspects to it that, that may be involved. Now, as I just mentioned, one of the simplest things that you can do to get immediate results is start to see positive visions, positive outcomes. So when I'm seeing a girl and I want to go and talk to her, am I imagining how good it's going to feel walking away with some success? Whether that means I get something from her or whether that means that I just walk away feeling good that I took action, feeling good that I'm in charge of my own purpose, that's still on the right track. That's creating like a positive orientation or a meaningful orientation, you know, like an outcome-based focus. And that will give you more momentum. I mean, you can even try it right now. I mean, think about something that you would really like to achieve in your life. It doesn't have to be big. And then I want you to think about all the, the let's say, the, the, the challenges that are around that. So how it's going to be difficult because, you know, whatever. You don't have the time or the resources or the energy or the experience or because you don't feel like it or whatever. And especially if you go into the past and you start thinking about all the reasons why other stuff in your past also tells you why you can't do that now to be able to move forward in the future, you're probably going to feel pretty shitty about doing stuff. You're not going to feel like you want to do that. Now, what, what about the opposite? What if you think about the thing you would really like to do more of and you start to get connected to the ideas of the positive outcomes? How it's going to help you be stronger, how it's going to help you be more fulfilled, how it's going to help you be more happy, how it's going to help you, uh, you know, be more of the kind of person that you might want to be, for example. And then also think about going back into the past and referring to the things in the past that are good experiences, that might be aligned experiences or positive learnings along the way, and see how that affects you. So in a nutshell, the way in which you're organizing information in your head, the way in which you're organizing your thoughts and your feelings, and the way in which you're referencing your ideas of the past will have a very big effect on how you define yourself now in the present and also what's possible moving forward in the future in any context. Now, approaching is often a, a very, let's say, high-pressure situation for guys because there is so much meaning that they place on it. And depending on their situation, for example, a lot of guys who haven't had a lot of social experience or guys who have had negative social experiences, like they've been bullied or they might have had abandonment or... Um, they might have been emotionally deprived or whatever happened to them, that makes it very difficult for them to be able to 
overcome these uncomfortable feelings and, and the tendencies of using focus in a very negative way as opposed to a constructive way. So the simple thing in the immediate reality of, of approaching is, is get clear on what it is that you really would like and how good it's going to look and how good it's going to feel and the reasons why and start to connect the, the let's say, the values of why you're doing that to, to the, the action that you're taking. And the other thing is to just be aware of managing what's coming up inside of you at the same time. Because it is possible to override negative tendencies for short periods. So it is possible if you feel, oh, I don't know what to say, just to say, fuck it and take action and see what's going to happen anyway. And that might even actually get you pretty far because the other thing is that a lot of guys have a lot of fear about the unknown more than anything. They're just very uncomfortable about facing the unknown. And because of women represent the unknown in some ways and because women have this kind of power because of the, the, um, the tendency to give a lot of focus to their sexual value, etc., means that there's a lot of vulnerability around being exposed to this, this authority, you know, this, this evil vagina monster that has this authority over you that can, can, can damage you in some way if you, you know, are not acceptable. But keep in mind that that's all perception to a degree. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a consensus, that there isn't a sexual marketplace. I'm not saying that society doesn't have influences. And there are, unfortunately, hierarchies of uh, opinion. You know, we, people get judged by their height, their age, their race, their hair color, their face, their jobs, you know, their speech. People are judged on every possible thing. Uh, and that's also really normal because that's what mammals do. We, like, we sniff each other out, we work it out, we're trying to work out who's who and how does the game work, etc. But one big thing I really want to express about that too is that those things also only have so much power. Uh, and there is a, a, a potential and a possibility that you can create a, a belief and create a potential inside yourself that is bigger than, let's say, the, the gravity or the, the, the inertia of the consensus, the, the, the pressure of the world around you. And that includes other people's opinions of you. So another really big thing that affects guys when it comes to approach anxiety is the way that they they think about themselves in their head is that they're much more concerned about how other people see them as opposed to how they are operating in the world. It's also one of the things that I do with my work, like when I'm working one-on-one -on -one with clients, when I'm doing inner game work, when we're doing training inside of uh, workshops, I spend quite a lot of time with individuals and the group to really help them to understand that it's about changing your self-concept, your, your image of yourself, the ways in which you're stacking your reality and your personality. And I also spend a lot of time teaching them about how to develop self-love, self-worth, uh, and, and how to feel good about themselves in the position they're in. Now, why is that so important? Like, why does it matter if you love yourself? Why does it matter if you feel worthy if you just want to talk to girls and you just want to get laid? Well, because everything that you do is coming from the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you see, that you see yourself, the way that you uh, conduct yourself in, in the world. So if you have a, a tendency to be shrinking and, and falling away and feeling small and feeling unworthy and letting other people have power over you, then it's going to be very challenging to, to do this. So part of the thing you need to do is to realize the kind of illusion of the consensus, the illusion of the power of the world uh, over you. And part of that might be starting to realize that you've been, you've been giving attention and focus and power to other people's opinions or to other people's, uh, you know, other people's versions of who you should be much more than you've been giving yourself permission to be able to go for what you want in life. There is a lot to be said for just choosing to say yes and to go beyond 
the limits that other people have been putting on you and to start to take action in the direction that you would like to experience. Now, part of that is the way that you see yourself, the stories that you tell yourself, the way that you speak to yourself, the visions that you're creating inside your head of the kind of scenarios and outcomes that you're dealing with and how that affects you. And it's really about creating a, a positive momentum around that. So this brings up the, the need to understand your inner game a little bit more because if you want to have the external results, you know, if you want to get female attention and you want to have uh, phone numbers and you want to have dates and you want to have sex, etc., then you've got to be coming from a place where it feels good for her to be with you too. And you've got to have the permission to start to, to do that. So one of the things that I, that I would recommend is start to create visions and pictures and, and versions of yourself. Start to create stories in your mind, if you will, of being the hero, being the person that overcomes, being the person that has the result. Because if you see yourself as somebody who's getting better at this, if you see yourself who somebody who is uh, attaining experience that's going to get you to the result over time, then it's also going to give you a positive momentum to the things that you're doing. So it's really about like how are you managing yourself moment to moment? How are you seeing yourself? What are you doing in the moment? And then yes, there is the actual reality of doing stuff as well, because you have to recognize that getting exposure to people, getting exposure to the actions uh, that are necessary to be successful in, in being a social guy is absolutely necessary as well. It's like, you know, if I wanted to learn sales, for example, then I can read all kinds of sales books and have all kinds of inspirational thoughts and watch all kinds of videos on sales and I can write a lot of notes and I can be very excited about it. But if I don't take the action to practice, you know, selling, talking to people, finding out what their needs are, trying to work out if I have something of value that could solve their problems and then practice, you know, interacting with people and, and doing the sales part of the job, then I might completely miss the point of, of what's really going on. And that's the same with pickup. Like guys get stuck in this kind of armchair mode of analysis paralysis and thinking about things too much. So definitely taking action, warming up, getting out there, exploring the world, being somebody who's in the world uh, is, is a good thing too. But I all do know, and this is a big reason why a lot of guys don't do that, is because a lot of guys are afraid or even if they do go out and take action, they kind of like start to run out of steam really quickly. So sure, you can go up and you can say something to a girl and then what? And that's what a lot of guys are afraid of too. Like they don't know what to do after the opener. They don't know how to create a conversation. They don't know how to escalate. They don't know how to create a situation that is a more of an attractive opportunity for her to, to join you. So that creates a lot of stress because yet again, it's like, you know, you're being, you're being uh, told that, you know, you need to do this skill that you haven't really developed. Another metaphor might be you imagine that, uh, you know, I just tell you to jump in a car and drive and you've never driven a car before. It's going to be really uncomfortable. But you've got to start somewhere. The thing is to, to create a, an understanding about what it is that you're doing that's meaningful, that has, that has a, 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 a positive reason to it. And that's the inner game aspect of how you see yourself, what you're doing and how you're creating your version of yourself. So the, the fastest thing that you can do to get momentum is start to see the positive outcome and start to practice cultivating the kinds of feelings and version of yourself, ideas of yourself to be able to do that. Now there's two things that you can also do to help you to do that as well. If you want to become a better version of yourself, you can be motivated by pain and you can be motivated by pleasure. And you can actually do both, it's fine, but just be aware of which one you're using and why. Now pain is often the one that people use because they're coming out of a lot of difficulty, you know, like they've been lonely for too long or they got bullied or they feel inadequate or something's happened that's driven them down that, that much, they have so much negativity that they just say, fuck it, I'm gonna do something and I'm gonna change this and I'm gonna blah, blah, blah. So they get motivated to get out of that 
difficulty. Uh, and the truth is that sometimes uh, negative pressure, stuff that we need to get away from, is actually the best thing to make us take action. The problem is that if, if I'm just operating from negative pressure, if I'm just trying to get away from the thing that I don't like in my life, then it means that I'm, I'm only going to be as effective as my problems. I'm only going to be as strong as the problem is pushing me forward. So that's not a very good motivator. So the other way you can flip it is you can have positive motivation. So obviously that's what do you want out of this? What's the good stuff? You know, obviously you want to have choice. You want to have freedom. You want to have sex. You want to have great girls. You want to have a nice girlfriend. You want to have experiences and adventures, whatever it is. That's the positive stuff. So it can be good to kind of uh, set yourself up to have a little bit of motivation from both sides. A little bit of pain, a little bit of pleasure, uh, and recognize that that can help you to do things. So once you've got a goal, you know, you want to go and approach girls, you're seeing stuff the way that you would like to see it. You know, I'm seeing good outcomes and, you know, imagining that I'm getting stronger and more confident and imagining that positive things are happening. Uh, and also I'm, I'm practicing thinking about the reasons why I want to get away from the stuff that sucks and the reasons why I want to move towards the stuff that's good, now you've got a kind of a package. You know, you've got a target, you've got some beliefs, you've got some motivation, that's already pretty good. Now this is where a lot of guys get stuck and this is where some sophistication arises too because what happens when you start doing an action, especially something like approaching, what happens when you start learning a skill is then you really start like learning what it's like to be pulling out the weeds. You know, you start really learning like, oh, it's difficult actually, like it's, you know, I have to deal with not knowing what to say next, or have to deal with the pressure of this, or I'm worried about you know, the, the way that this situation is gonna um, result, etc. So that really brings up the, the, the next level. The real work that needs to be done once you've set a target, and once you've started to move towards that target with some action, is to do your best to remove inertia, to start to streamline the way in which you're, you're operating. Now what that means in practical terms is, I means starting to look at the way that you've created the story of yourself and how the story of your life and particularly, let's say, the experience of your dating life has evolved and to start to reprogram that stuff. So if you've had negative experiences, negative experiences, well, start to learn about reframing. Start to learn about putting positive meanings to those things. Start to learn about creating new stories about that. And once again, that's exactly what I do when I'm doing one-on-one -on -one work with people and we do it on a very sophisticated level because I'm working with people that have you know, complex life stories with quite multiple layers of traumas or personality issues or they have difficult circumstances that they've been facing for a long time or etc. You know, these kinds of things that people have to face. And I know because I've been through these things myself. So I know that facing the, the, the experiences that you've had and changing the way in which you understand the content that you're experiencing is a big part of the journey. It's a big part of the, the process of learning to feel good about yourself. Now, a big part of that is, once again, getting positive feedback, getting positive, uh, positive reward and, and a sense of self. So that might start with doing simple things that can be fun for you as well. So if you haven't been approaching, but you are not a very social person, then maybe it's good to start just being social with your friends. Maybe it's good to just get into the flow of being somebody that's more socially expressive. Also, the other thing that I would suggest in this whole game of approaching is starting to build I mentioned it before, but having a positive self-concept. And that also means like building a vision of yourself that is the long game version of yourself. Like where is this taking you? For example, do you see yourself years down the road getting an amazing girlfriend and having a happy relationship and living happily ever after? Maybe that's very motivating for you. Do you see yourself being very strong and expressed and, and having a lot of choice and freedom and not, not being stuck in lonely land anymore? Uh, well, maybe that's very motivating and that will help you to, to, to build it up as well. So it's about how are you writing the story of your life now and how are you moving towards these kinds of visions that you would like to create for yourself. So 
That's kind of it in a nutshell, to tell you the truth, for now. There's much more I could say, and there's many sophisticated things we can talk about in terms of techniques and how people can change things and, and frameworks, etc. And I will talk about more of those in other videos. But for now, just think about it in terms of approaches really begins with the simplest thing. It begins with seeing the positive outcome and then starting to attune yourself to create the, the identity that is going to support that. Uh, and then as you go, learning to look at like what exactly is happening that's holding you back and how do you, how do you deal with that so that you can, you can get on with your life. Now, if you want to learn more about these topics, make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel, of course. Make sure that you uh, check out the Natural Lifestyles website. So, I hope that's useful to you guys. I hope you guys are having a great day. Many blessings to you, and may all your dreams come true. This is The Shaman saying peace out. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.